you got the pistachio. I ate that's my gonna, piece. That's going to be loud. Good. What did you go for? Some chocolate. Chocolate donuts. I don't know. I don't know if everybody knows our uh, handful of avid listeners that Bo brings donuts every episode, which is pretty great. But they're vegan donuts. Or pretty bad, yeah. Debbie's vegan donuts. donuts. But you wouldn't know if you just ate it. I yeah. couldn't tell. A donut's a donut. It's, it's all fried sugar. Good. All right, we're just going to kick into it. Uh, we're on episode five. Number, so, yeah. number five of the Madrid broadcast today. Haven't done an episode since last year. It seems like time's really flying by. New Year. It's Happy New Year. Time. Happy New Year. It's 2023. We're doing episode five. And today we've got Daniel Yeager in the studio. Sir, what's up? Thank current uh, current team manager at Madrid Skateboards. Uh, current pro. Yep. Pro member. So how long have you been on the team as a pro, Daniel? I've been on the team for, what, a uh, few years now? <clears throat> few I years. I think I got back. I think I got on in 2019. 2019. And then turned pro, like, shortly, like, a year later, I think. So when you hopped on, was it, like, street team, like, flow stuff? They were just sending you boards? How did that come together? Yeah, well, I was leaving um, Mystery Skateboards at the time, <clears throat> and um, Shane Maloney, our old... TM and shout Homer, out Shane. photographer. Shout out Shane. Uh, shout out Shane. Awesome dude. Hooked mm-hmm. me up. Uh, asked if I wanted to get on the team and try out the boards, and I was down because I was already writing for Flypaper Grip Tape. Oh, okay. But I just, I don't know, for some reason, <clears throat> never occurred to me to ride the Madrid boards. Cause I so first, you had a separate, you had a different board sponsorship at the time, but we're using Flypaper Grip. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that either. Yeah, well, I was on Flypaper for since 2015. Was that through so, Shane as well? Uh-huh. Nice. So really been a part of the full circle thing for quite a while. That's awesome. But, and so your first pro model hit last year? No, no. Um, Two years? 20. 23 years. Well, October, just, I think. So roughly three years now. Yeah. At the end of the year, it'll okay. be three. Sick. So time went by quick. So you were skating for Madrid, kind of on the street, float am type style for yeah. two, two years? Yeah, kind Pre-pro of like model? one of their only street riders, like new guy. Mm-hmm. I guess it was like Shane's idea to kind of bring in and create like a street team. And has me as like their main dude. I mean, he already had uh, Desmond Lane on. Super awesome guy, but he's just more focused on like bulls and transition, sure. you know. Yep. Skate street also, but. Shout out Des. But uh, yeah, I was super hyped to come in as the. So mystery guy, skateboards. What uh-huh. was that? What was that about? <clears throat> it was cool. It was like a little run. It lasted about a year. It was it was fun while it lasted, but yeah, um, I don't know what happened. I was getting boards for a little bit, and then it kind of ended. Um, like stopped getting boards and just fizzled. tried too hard. Just fizzled. And, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of fizzled not away. uncommon in the skateboard world. Stopped getting boards, but it's all good. I still like those guys. Still part of Jamie Thomas's deal at the time? Or? Um, not anymore. I think he handed off quite a while ago. I don't, I'm not sure mm-hmm. who owns that now. It might be Surplus. Maybe mm. not. But it doesn't matter because you're not on there yeah. anymore. You're riding for Madrid. Nope. It's right. all about Madrid. That's, right. that's in the past. That's the, let the past be the past. No, that's what this whole you know this whole podcast is about the past. So it's it's probably kind of nice for some of our our few listeners to get some new new young blood in here. And we'll right. we'll step away from the old fogey uh, yeah. glory, hey, glory days. <laughs> the glory days tales. Well, take us back a little bit further. So you grew up in Oklahoma? Yes. Uh, how far back do you want to go? Just uh, kind well, of Well, let's let's go back to I mean, yeah, starting skating for sure. So as a as a young buck in Oklahoma, um, what made you start skating? Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma, in this town called Guthrie, Guthrie, Oklahoma. I lived there for about 20 years before making the move out here. But yeah, I grew up skating there um started when i was about nine or ten years old i think uh, i have an older brother he's like two years older than me his name's <coughs> matt and he started first and then i think i just wanted to be kind of cool like him and his friends yeah. so i started and but before each of us skated we really started by playing the tony hawks pro skater totally. video games yeah yeah kind of like a lot of kids yeah back then yeah um i you know i i saw it here and there and it just looked fun. And, you know, I, I started sort of late to some people. I know some people skate when they're like five or whatever. Nine or ten is pretty young yeah. for yeah, how, pretty how young. far you've progressed. But I, I didn't mean, like you know. do 
anything with it at first. It yeah. was really just the first like four years of just yeah. buying Walmart boards and ride around and not even know what the heck I'm doing. Yeah. Like nobody trained yeah. me or anything. So. <laughs> so what was your first, would you consider your le- first like legit skate company, actual board, not a, so, not a, not a Kmart board. So the first, so the first pro board I ever got, um, it was for Christmas one year. Can't remember how old I was, but it was a Bam Margera element board. Nice. It was like red yeah. and white, I think. Mm-hmm. Just with and a probably just a little yeah, it, yeah. My grandma got it out of CCS magazine yeah. back in the day. I think sure. I just chose it one time. Yeah, and got it. I had Destructo trucks, and I can't remember what wheels and bearings or any of that stuff. But that was, was probably cool. the time when while. Bam was making a lot of yes, dollars. It was like his prime. Boards. It was like <laughs> people of Bam. Like that's yeah. all he watched. I was yeah. obsessed. CKY, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, testament to the reach of that yeah. show and exposing people to skateboarding right. stuff. It's crazy. Probably too young to be watching that stuff. Yeah, but for you sure. know what? <laughs> it was it was cool, and that's what I grew up. What area is Guthrie in, like in relation to say, you know, Oklahoma City or you know, big um, metro kind of areas? Not too far. Like it's it's Oklahoma City, and then north of that is Edmond, and then a little bit north of that is Guthrie. Yeah. So it's a part of the Oklahoma City area, I gotcha. think, and that's where I skated more often. Sure. Whereas like Tulsa is a uh, a lot more north. That's like a couple hours away. Okay, and that's a whole other like vibe up there. Yeah. Um, so would you go into the city per se when you got old enough to start kind of like street city skating? Yeah. Or? Um. At first, it was just around Guthrie, my town. You know, that was like before I could drive or anything. Sure. We would literally just go skate after after school. You know, this was junior high, I think, mm-hmm. around seventh or eighth grade is when I really got into it. And would like start actually trying tricks, yeah. Like whatever stairs and yeah. gaps we found, we found around town. We would yeah. skate, and there was a little crew behind, like before <clears throat> me, that we kind of looked up to. So all the spots were already there. Yeah. And I what, just, were, what were the spots? <laughs> I mean, for little me, hometown I, spots. I, I remember not like really spots. Yeah, my like, my thing was I remember banks, post office. Yeah, you know, like, three stair. What, what was the three stairs, spot? Yeah, four stair. Totally. Maybe like a two handrails. Yeah. Little baby. Maybe like a loading dock. You know, your classic totally. like yeah, yeah. Midwest hometown yeah. crusty spots. <laughs> yeah. I kind of think that's like what builds someone. Well, it goes back to like, you know, what they've always said about, you know, just the landscape of, of how skateboarders see a urban landscape as not just cities and yeah, urban development, but how can I turn this into something right. and how, how mm-hmm. can I skate this and you see yeah. things differently as a skater, you know, it's like the whole landscape changes once oh, you yeah, start my rolling whole, around. My whole mindset changed once totally. I like started seeing like everywhere we would drive when my parents would take us anywhere, you just look at everything as yeah. a skate spot by that yeah. point. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, we need to totally pull over or, you know, whatever. And Were there kids? You said there was like a couple, couple kids a little older than you in town. Like, yeah, just like, my, Spoda, you just like my brother's friends, mm-hmm. you know, they, they skated, but no one really took it serious. It was just kind <clears> of sure. like, just for fun. And yeah. I had my own like little crew, I guess, uh, a couple yeah. good friends. And eventually, uh, you know, my friend Juan Chavez, he, he was like my hometown best friend and Alex Dorio, shout out to them. It was kind of us three and then our other friends around that, but we took it like we, we progressed more than everyone else, I think. Yeah. And one got the camera yeah just a like classic story yeah. um one of the friends started filming and it was like me and alex and a couple other friends and we just grew up and then once we started being able to drive in high school then we started going out to oklahoma city midwest city all these other towns with that we knew were <clears throat> spots and skate parks and stuff were was there a presence in guthrie at all like a local shop or any kind of a no, park no there's never been a shop and got no, really. there was one that lasted like a year i think that someone tried to open mm. and it just like they were new to it um i would love there to be like a skate shop yeah and we have one skate park that uh was built like 2007 or in guthrie proper or yeah actually in town and now it was like me it was like on a tennis court on the west side and i lived right behind that yeah which is kind of funny um so i could like look out my back door and see if anyone's kind of over at the park yeah. to like yeah. go over there <laughs> That was a pretty blessing. Hmm. Um, that was fun to have. But eventually it was like made out of wood yeah. and it kind of just yeah. deteriorated. A few Midwest winters. They, took, they took it out. Yeah. Now it's like 
Now it's like a prefab spine ramp in one flat bar. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so was your closest connection to shops and skate culture and parks, like that would have been Oklahoma City? Yeah. Do they It'd have be like Oklahoma City and um, Midwest City. Mm-hmm. So there was this indoor park called Industrial Skate Park, and this was in Norman, Oklahoma. And that's where a lot of my, like, that was like the training ground. That was like mm-hmm. my barracks. We'd go nice. there like once a week, you know, until uh, until I could really drive. Yeah. And we'd go there all the time. Yep. Meet other skaters and just uh, make more friends, practice tricks, learn stuff. And this was when I was about um, from 17 to like 20. Mm-hmm. Just like those few years is when I was skating. I mean, that, was, that was my peak skateboarding <laughs> years. <laughs> I was like really learning everything. Trying yeah. to film as much as we could. Yeah. What was the setup at the skate park? Was it janky or was it no, pretty it was, good? No, it was nice. Um, it wasn't like huge, but it was like pretty mellow. But the guy who owned it, Jeff Davis, shout out. Um he just did like little A-frames and rails. It always had a mini ramp, but it was cool. They changed it at least like once a year. Nice. Go in and rebuild stuff, which is pretty crazy. So you're primarily, I mean, I guess you consider yourself a street skater. Were you yeah, pretty skating much. any kind of vert type stuff back um, in the day or just strictly flatland street stuff? No, I actually grew up skating um, mini ramps nice. around the same time as flat ground mm-hmm. and, and, and everything. That's what... With me, is like, I enjoy skating a little bit of everything. Yeah. Not just, I mean, yeah, street, but um, <clears throat> I like mini ramps. I'm not going crazy in the bowls or anything sure. like that. I skate like a mini bowl. Yeah, yeah. But I've always been fascinated with mini ramps, especially after, like, uh, the Cheese and Crackers video came mm-hmm. out. That's really what, mm-hmm. what drove <laughs> yeah. Chris Haslam and Daywon. Yeah. Yeah, Daywon Song, one of my Dude, favorite skaters ridiculous. for sure. Yeah. Manuals. Too. Like, I just grew up watching every skate video. Yeah. So I would watch. And so like, what, no. what year would this have been, roughly? So you're 17 to 20, oh, so what, what years are we talking there? Well, I'm trying to think, what was the prevalent video hitting around that time? Or You know, I remember, oh, like, I, I mean, so to me, even, 2012. like, yeah, right. Yeah, that, well, that was, like, blew my mind, I was a little bit you younger when that, yeah. when that came out. But, yeah, I grew up watching, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Fully flared. I remember when that one released. We went to the skate shop. Yeah. And bought that. Got super stoked. Yeah. Uh, what else? Like, grew up watching Baker Three, New yeah. Blood, all the Transworld videos. Yeah. I just watched everything as a kid and wanted to skate everything. I never really stuck to one specific type of skating. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of figure out what I was good at. And yeah. Just generally skated ledges, mm-hmm. rails, ditches. That's why I like a lot of my parts nowadays. Try to be a little bit um, adverse and just have a little bit of everything. Totally. Not just stick yeah. to one specific type of skating i think we've kind of like sold you as and maybe you kind of consider yourself like a pretty technical street mm-hmm. skater would that be a pretty accurate description yeah, of your style and your yeah, interest it's pretty accurate yeah i guess it's just what i kind of grew into being yeah. able to like flip my board out of yeah. tricks and into stuff was there um, a moment in your skating when you realized that you were good did you like did you surpass your buddies that you were skating with or you guys kind of stay on an even keel and or did you kind of go, okay, like, I'm, I'm figuring this out a little bit better than my buddies. I can do things. I can do things, you know. That... Yeah, that was a different time. Yeah. Probably when I was 16 or so. And it was really just, like, all my friends or whoever else, like, hyping me up, I guess. Yeah. Started telling me, cocky. oh, you're the best skater in town or whatever. And I'm yeah. just like, no. Like, not trying to be modest. It's like yeah. Alex's because, like, right. and we each skated a little bit differently. Like Alex hucks down giant stuff, switch flip, like 10 stairs. I just don't do that. I had yeah, my own yeah. thing, but you know, um, it was cool. And, uh, did you say you guys, you two had a friendly unspoken competition when you were kind of like, Oh yeah. Not even, good? not even competition really, unless it was like games of skate. Yeah. yeah then we'd, we'd go other. back and forth. Yeah. We just yeah. like, we just hype each other up and go, go skate and build off each other. You yeah. Know? Just kind of learn together as we, as we get older. So at what point did you, or was there a point when you made a conscious decision that like, I'm going to go for this, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. move to California. I'm going to pursue this. Like, this is something that I can actually become pro at. You know, was there a conscious moment or was it just like, yeah, this is kind of the next step after all these years of skating? Yeah, definitely. There was there was a while where um, I was learning and I just, uh, I was trying to get sponsored by whoever mm-hmm. and anyone. And I was like 17 or something when we were filming. 
and eventually what happened is I got in, I, I met some people over at Endurance Skateboards out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, okay. and knew about them, and the owner, Joel Holmes, started hooking me up, and this was, I think I was 18, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I have all my dates and stuff, they're all shot, I don't remember anything. Yeah, just wait till uh, you get a little older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll get worse and worse, man. <laughs> I remember events, like skating at spots and everything like that. But I remember he sent me a package, and I think once I got some endurance boards, um, it was like a switch. Mm-hmm. I changed it up my clothes a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I started wearing like kind of like all black, tighter jeans, and like my style started to form. As soon as I got that package of mm-hmm. endurance boards, I went to the skate park and learned like five tricks immediately. I think it was just a big <laughs> yeah. confidence That's boost. Sick. Yeah, sure. and I was like, oh, this is like legit. That's and awesome. Then, yeah. And then. Yeah, Somebody's the bench. believing in you. And yeah, exactly. Shout out endurance. Shout out endurance. endurance. Joel. That's great. You know, nine one skate shop, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that was a good little era. I rode for endurance for at least like five years, I think. Right. And what happened is, they got me in contact with their pro rider at the time, Zach Archuleta. Shout out to him. Um, he helped me make the move from Oklahoma to California. And I think it was Zach and Joel's idea. They just believed in me and thought I should at least try it. And, you know, when they mentioned it to me, I was like, man, that's pretty crazy opportunity. Yeah. My mom couldn't believe it. Yes. Yeah. You know, I just. I Had you ever been out here? Had you ever no. traveled west? I'd yeah. never been out here before. Yeah. Um, basically, I had like a shared room already paid for. Like I saved up, had this room paid for the first month before I even moved out there. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was like all nervous about it. She's sure. like, how do you know this isn't a scam? Like I've never met this guy. Catfish. Can, you, can we, can get you catfished. call? I need to talk to him on the phone. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And of then course. they talked and like, were you like a legal adult at the time? You're talking like 17. Had you, had you become, yeah, yeah. I you was, were, uh, you were old enough to make your decisions. No, anyway, this was, right? uh, I was, uh, 20 at the time. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. mom's not going to stop you anyway. So no. Yeah. So, <laughs> No, she understood it yeah. and believed in me too. That's so. awesome. So, have, is she supportive of, you know, oh, this yeah. whole this whole racket of skating mm-hmm. and, and you know you kind of pursuing your your yeah. dreams of skating and stuff. Yeah, mom That's and dad great. they always um, supported me, awesome. bought me boards whenever I wanted, and um, you know cool. they didn't take Heck it yeah. too serious at first. I think sure, just like any parents, they're just like, oh, he's this kid's it's a hula my, hoop. My kid skates, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then. Once they saw I was getting like packages and stuff, and um, sh- showed them yeah. like content. And yeah, you look. Look, I'm getting free boards. This yeah, is legit. Yeah. I'm not paying for these. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know what I w- would have done if I didn't get hooked up. You know, there was there was college like in the talks. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It just never really came about. Never went to college. If yeah. I did, it would have probably been either for like music production or mm-hmm. like video or photography. Sure, some along. Lines of that, some creative, yeah, so yeah. So at the time, like when you said, you know, you, your friend got a hold of a camera, were you guys like shooting and, and putting together parts and like actually sending out sponsor me tapes to companies, or was it like we would just sit around and watch our own skate videos? That's that's how I was, at, we would just go oh, film and then watch yeah, our own videos. We, at first, yeah, <laughs> we would just like watch our own, but eventually, like, I think it just slowly got more serious as he <clears throat> progressed his camera equipment mm-hmm. and his way of filming, and we would just film for fun and make little edits for youtube stuff like that but eventually i would put all my street clips together and like send them off to companies but it really never ever worked especially the big ones i mean never heard anything back which i don't blame them like it just some random yeah. dude from oklahoma skating probably like right. i had had pretty bad style back in the day too <laughs> still think i do but you know it's it's gotten a little better do you have any memories and, of, of specific companies that you sent like sponsor tapes to that either yeah. you got ghosted or maybe at least some constructive feedback yeah, or anything I, just like a couple i think like america i've sent some mm-hmm. to and uh sometimes they'll like respond and just like you know thanks for the footage sure like, yeah good stuff keep it up right and even just hearing that from them is yeah. like enough to keep me going it's and better like, than nothing right just, yeah yeah because awesome. i'm just throwing my stuff out there to like just yeah. to see if what would happen totally even if i don't even wear their stuff yeah i'm just looking for emails yeah and sure. sending you're happy to wear their stuff yeah the opportunity arises <laughs> right well you're a tm now so you understand getting unsolicited yeah. 
exactly. I'm I'm, I'm in that position now. So yeah. I'm like on the other end. I'm up there. Yeah. And kind of see it firsthand. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, college was not really on the table. You didn't really, that wasn't even an option at the time. At this point now, say 10 years down the line from that mm-hmm. point, do you have a fallback? Do you have a do you have a plan for post skating, or is it just you know ride this, ride these four wheels till you can't anymore? <laughs> now, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the plan, right? I'm still there. Either, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I'm just, or if we're gonna like skip to now, currently, um, I'm just pretty happy to be in the position I am here, totally. and also with all the knowledge I have in like restaurants, like. Um, maybe have a restaurant one day. That'd yeah. be cool. How long have you been in that industry, side hustling? Yeah, I've been I've been working in restaurants since I was like sixteen. Yeah. You know, so back before you even moved out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a thing like, turn sixteen, get a job. Yep. You know, my parents pushed that. Yep. Very disciplined growing up. You know, and I would just I needed money anyways yep. to for gas and. Yep food you know and my parents taught me that you got to work for these things yep. and you know they help shout me, out obviously. parents yeah yeah but and they helped me of course but um i think i don't even trying to remember how i even got into the industry i think i just applied for like a busboy position yeah at like this restaurant in town yeah. and started doing that and eventually moved to like fast food mm-hmm. and i did a little bit of both like front of house and back of house mm-hmm and tried to just learn as much as I could, but I just really enjoyed the kitchen and being in the back. Do you consider, are you a foodie? Are you a fan of eating or is it just more like the uh, excitement Um, and the uh, craziness of working in a kitchen in the industry? Or do you like, are you like a food snob? Yeah, Yeah. a little bit of both. Playing with knives, lighting things on fires. Exactly, it's like like an adrenaline rush, especially like the, um, those, those top, those like top dollar restaurants. Totally. really nice ones i've i've only been in like a couple but yeah it's just a f- crazy environment yeah you can be yourself yeah you know it's a a lot to learn you're um multitasking um and it's just fun making food it's, and it's it's not like hard like at home like you know there's home cooks and there's restaurant cooks yeah. i can do both but being in a restaurant everything's laid out for you right um you can you prep the food it, it arrives and you make the orders and there's something fun about that. So you don't have to think about it as much in the actual mm-hmm. restaurant scene. Yeah, exactly. It's just home. like, see, yeah. I love to cook at home, and I don't think there's any way I could ever be a professional cook or a chef because of the stress yeah. and the and the high, you know, the high stress, high anxiety. Of the kitchen I think you could do like, it. It's at home. It's like jazz to me, man. It's like playing, you know. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. I don't measure anything. I don't. <laughs> I've never had a recipe. I just loved. I oh, love to cook. But if I'm in a kitchen, like you know, high pressure, <clears throat> high stress, I think it would take all the enjoyment out for right. me. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not for everyone. But um, you gotta have thick skin yeah. to be able to yeah. be on your feet all day. Yeah, and I just enjoyed that like yeah. fulfillment, kind of like with skating, yeah. like landing a trick. It's high energy. It's kinda, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Adrenaline rush, and you get to hang out with a lot of people. It helped me be social yeah make friends and totally office jobs cool but yeah it sounds like you kind of thrive in the high energy yeah of, uh, it, it just brings me out a yeah. little bit more cool and, uh, so you went from endurance then to mystery yes exactly i rode for endurance as i moved to california still rode for endurance for a few years and then um the reason i left endurance is like i think someone at mystery maybe hit me up <clears throat> and like talked me over into, into getting on them and i'm like wow mystery is like a legendary brand sure. how did like, how do you that how did that come to be how do you how did they reach out to you do you recall yeah um a little bit i think it was uh well i because mystery i don't know if they still are but same distribution as thief trucks okay and right. they've been writing for right. thief trucks the last right. like eight years okay and um someone from over there i can't remember had like messaged me and we talked a little bit and said they were down to put me on and do all this all this stuff. And I was stoked and uh, called Joel one day and he he understood. He's like, Yeah, this was supposed to happen eventually. Right. That's why you like kinda of moved out there and uh, sounds see familiar. What yeah. Like <laughs> you know? our farm like, team. Yeah. yeah, sounds like all the old Madrid riders. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I get it. We knew it was we knew this no, day would yeah. come. Yeah. 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 He's like, I get it. And it's like we still on good terms, obviously. Cool. Yeah. I love sure. I love them, you know. <clears throat> That's awesome. So when you came west Mm-hmm. First time in California. 
Where did you go? Like, where did you relocate when you came out here? What was your first? I moved to Huntington Beach. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I had this shared a room with uh, some other skaters, like a little skater house kind of thing. Was it the mystery guys that put that together? No, not at all. This I was still on endurance when I moved here. Right. So I lived with Zach and some of his friends. Zach was pro for endurance at the time. Gotcha. He was like one of our only pros and super great guy. Um, drove me around the town and like helped me meet people, other other skaters, um, people at the skate parks. Just like brought me into this world that I've like dreamed about. Nice. Uh, you know, when I first saw the ocean, I remember like going down PCH and just <laughs> seeing it for the first time. First time, and I was like, what? Life. It's crazy, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, that's life-changing stuff, that first view of the ocean, man, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Awesome. And I lived there for about a year, maybe a year and a half. And I remember at the time he had met his, his wife now, mm-hmm. and they were planned on moving out and everyone else, and I had to go my own way. And that's yeah. where I really learned, you know, um, I've got to, like, really do this yeah. myself, and i got to learn all these things you know i gotta get a new license learn how to yeah. get a uh yeah learn what pla- rent learn a, what a, rent is like yeah, in for California. things <laughs> and get a car and uh yeah you know and it was tough you know i had to hop around and sleep on couches for totally. a little bit yeah uh, share rooms with people here and there <clears> and, and for a few years and that's just the kind of skater lifestyle yeah yeah, yeah definitely couch yeah. surfing yep. for a bit was there ever a moment when you doubted yourself or what you were going to be able to do? Did you go, oh, man, like, I came all the way out here. This is, I'm paying X amount of dollars to sleep right. on, you know, share a couch in a room with somebody. What have I done? Or were you like, no, nah, it's just part of paying the dues. I got this. Maybe back in the back of my mind. Yeah. But I knew if I ever needed to go home, I would have, a, there's a, a home for me. Sure. Yeah. But right. I didn't want to make that an option. I just wanted yeah. to stick it out as much as I could. So. Yeah kept working in restaurants and you know to make money yeah. and skate on the side and just uh yeah the skater lifestyle except um probably working more than skating so <laughs> yeah. just because like the discipline you know yeah. i didn't want to be like a skater that just was broke all the time right had to beg for <laughs> i was just yeah. i don't know that's just how i grew up yep and in the work environment yeah that's and yeah i had enough money to pay for rent here and there move around and uh eventually met my fiance now you know six and a half years ago that's right congrats thank you engaged get married this year getting married at the end of the year stoked shout out marriage i I love her i love tara Um, shout out tara we have a great relationship awesome yeah once i met her really like uh super smart uh helped me you know kind of get back up on my feet and take everything more serious and just like a life partner you know yep you get it what does she do Uh, she works in like the makeup industry office job she's college girl you know uh, out of my league. So I got <laughs> <laughs> Way to lock it down. You're gotta, marrying it. Got to put a ring on it, man. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. That's mostly all of us. Yeah. Same, same. When you were coming up, was there, like, did you have a favorite pro? Mm. I feel like most people do. I, I know there, maybe I didn't, if I didn't have a, a favorite pro, there were certain parts of videos that I remember seeing that were like, that, oh, makes yeah. me, that makes me want to go skate. My, like, what was that makes me want to go skate, dude, for you? My go-to is uh, Chris Cole. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Legend. Yeah. I worked at D.C. Oh, when okay. he was still part of the team. He's oh, really? phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris Cole. So, Shout out Chris Cobra Cole. He, he, he's, he stuck out, you know, yeah. especially in the Zero videos. Yeah. And I even you can see him some of my tricks that <laughs> kind of emulate. Yeah. Because everything I do, it's really just tri- stuff that's every. All, all been done before right right but kind of make it my own creative that's, way that's it like man that's com- skateboarding combinations yeah. and yeah. things like that so chris cole nice uh, mark johnson from like epic uh america girl, guy. girl videos yeah um man so many reynolds front oh, side yeah. flips that's yeah. how i learned those yeah. um, still out there crushing it too yeah so many skaters it's hard to like just name them all yeah so not necessarily a favorite, just the entire act of skateboarding was, was your was your inspiration. Yeah, really. I grew up watching yeah. everyone, a part totally. of that that era. Dae Wong Song is yeah. how I got into manuals. Yeah. Him and Joey Brzezinski. Um, my first skate video ever, by the way, is the FKD video. 
Um, it was like just some random team video they put out in like 2005, okay. maybe, maybe, maybe later than that. And which is funny is like I just started writing for them now, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> it's like the first <laughs> Full video circle. I ever yeah. watched. Joey Brzezinski doing like all these crazy manuals. Yeah, and I'm just like I need to learn those. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I learned like all my manuals. And just this, a few months back, you had kind of a big video part kind of debut. Yeah. Yeah, I just put out a video New part, part. Um, last October. Mm-hmm. My first ever like official VX1000 like full length video yeah. that I was a part of. Awesome. Because I before that was like my hometown stuff mm-hmm. but we never really came out with a full length video yeah it was kind of just we filmed for fun we we're supposed to but it's all good yeah so after that it was just really all hd individual parts mm-hmm. which is awesome but i had wanted to be a part of like a full video so i just worked on s- this video with um aaron johnson out of long beach and we just filmed all like last year and got as much as we could and who was behind the release that. of that? Who who was putting all that together? It was really just Ajax um, filmed and his roommate edited the whole thing. Um, it's called Daily Operation. Uh, super fun project that we worked on. Where can uh, listeners see that video? Is yeah, that up on the you YouTube? Just, just go on YouTube. Right. Daily Hopefully, Operation. Yeah, look up Daily Operation. Nice. Aaron Ajax Johnson. Shout out to him. Nice. Dude's super good. Uh, but yeah, I just put that out. And I would like to put out some more HD parts yeah. moving forward, hopefully this year. Awesome. Work on something. I'd like to, you know, once I get this Madrid team um, really established, work on a new video. That's kind of like the goal. That's a good, good moment to tell us a little bit about a couple of the, the people that you've kind of uh, brought on to Madrid here in the last few weeks. Um, you want to mention those? Yeah, I brought, brought in um, a few people. Uh, we just announced um, F- Phil, um, super good writer, Phil Seja. I think I pronounced that right. Apologies <laughs> if we got that wrong. But yeah. it sounds, sounds Sorry, close. bud. Phil Seja. Um, really good skater. You know, <clears throat> he, he has uh, some incredible video parts out there and just a uh, really underrated guy who um, I guess just never got picked up fully yeah. from the industry. Slipped through the cracks. I, f- I felt his... I felt that, and, he, and <laughs> yeah. it didn't bother him. He's still skating and put, right. putting out stuff, and I just loved his um, the way he looks at, at things. He's awesome. a good family guy. Rad. Um, so we just put him on, and we added this kid, uh, Chris Mossy, kind of like a influencer skater, you know, young, young kid, super tech, um, kind of Instagram, TikTok guy, uh, but also really good in the streets. Awesome. Know, positive attitude. Shout out, Chris. And then, yeah, I have some other stuff kind of lined up. It's really just um, very new to me. Sure. And I want to get into this TM stuff because sure. for our listeners, I was the TM way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to talk more about that. Like, So you're riding for Madrid. You're pro. Yeah. And how did you become the TM? Did, some, did Jerry just call you up and go, hey, now you're the TM? <laughs> You're responsible for all these guys, or how did that all happen? No, not necessarily. So, so because that's the way it happened. We'll with go me. back to um, <laughs> Shane Maloney. He was the mm-hmm. TM, right. and um, he um, last year he he moved. He was moving away, and it was a little bit harder to be a t- TM when you live in a different state. Mm-hmm. And um, we're sort of looking for someone new that can come in, and. Uh, I forgot who I think Shane may have pitched the idea to me and uh, I thought about it for a little while I was like well I don't know I'm I work at a restaurant full-time and like I don't know how they how I would manage all this and um, eventually just like if no one's gonna do it let me step in eventually and just wore try you down. they like, just wore you down already, broke you down I'm already going to the office here and there to yeah like see everyone yeah. And I'm like, I might as well you got to go pick up boards anyway yeah uh-huh. I'm like it's a good way to get my foot into the industry yeah and learn some things so explain what your responsibilities are as a tm yeah so responsible uh responsibilities first i you know come in and i complete all our website orders so people that order online um i print out that all the paperwork give it to the warehouse i'm also responsible for um just making sure the entire team is stacked with boards and product mm-hmm. and that 
you know, try and rearrange ways where they can get content. And, and then I share the content through social media. So I work on all our social media platforms and keep those updated, things like that, um, which still kind of new to me being like the manager of something. Yeah. But I was a kitchen manager at one point. Not totally different. Uh, it's got to be way easier. Genres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have some sort of background yeah. of managing a team-like aspect. Yeah. And well, and building the team, right? Because yeah, exactly. we've had a little bit of a dry spell with, you know, bringing on new writers and, and hooking yeah. up new, new people. Yeah, and so, you know, in the last – when did you kind of take on the TM role here? Last couple months? Yeah, just was. a few months ago. But really, yeah. it's just the, the street team. Yeah. And I was, I've was i been the main guy for the last couple of years sure. with the pro board, which is awesome. But uh, I just know that we can, you know, Madrid's a legendary company. Right. And to, I know that we can thrive with uh, with street riders and totally. popsicle shapes, yeah. too. So Absolutely. So that's really what I'm aiming for is just um, building a street team. And you can the make it up as you go, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Cause <laughs> yeah it's. Uh, Fake it till you make it, man. Yeah, for me it was, uh, yeah, Jerry basically said, hey, we need a TM. You're working here. You're a pro. Now you're going to be the TM. Uh, so for me, it wasn't as much about content. You know, it was hooking up the guys with mm-hmm. MoFo or whoever the, the photographer was. For no the Instagram the back then. Not too much, Not no. Bless. Right. Yeah. Good old days. But uh, a lot of it was like herding cats, like you know, we have this picture over here in the in the conference room of one of the tours that we did with the pros back in the days. And, you know, having that many diverse personalities all trying to fit into one or two cars together and go into all these shops. It's got to be tough. It was... Uh, Get everyone together, round them up. Oh, yeah. And everybody's got different dietary wants or needs <laughs> or, you know, personalities changing up so you know yeah it's kind of like herding cats but you build these friendships and these relationships with these people over the years that will last forever hopefully uh, so how many people are on the team right now the street team three officially and i'm gonna announce uh, a new one pretty soon we're working on some things but can't, keep, can't announce yet everybody just keep that uh, secret <laughs> stay uh, tuned big enough. you got to stay tuned if you're listening that's right just keep an eye that's on. why you subscribe <laughs> uh, finally landed so yeah, chris what? cole on the team very yeah. good <laughs> surprise <laughs> <laughs> well that's it you know this this photo and the reference to you know cramming a bunch of uh, people in a van and hitting the road that you know that to I me is that. that's that's what exposed me to so much as a young skateboarder i, I don't know how much of that exists in 2023 or again, I'm a, you know, not to show my age, I'm a little bit out of the loop these days. But yeah. in the early mid '90s, to me, the biggest thing was going to see these demos, right. and these companies would cram in the van and they'd show up to your local park, and they would oh, just yeah. like Birdhouse to me was a big one. Like meeting right. that was the first time I met Tony Hawk and those guys. Like you know, in, in my era, a Birdhouse demo was a very memorable one. Um, have you really had any experience like hitting the road and traveling and and doing those kind of things, whether it's demos or contests or um, a little bit, but not so much. I've I've gone on like a couple tours. Um, I did a tour with Varsity Shades in 2019. No, wait, what am I talking about? This was a long time ago. 2013, <laughs> I believe. Maybe 12. Okay. And this was like a sunglass company, but that, that was pretty fun. It was like a group of us, like five of us. Did like a van tour all the way up to Maine. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at a um, like a uh, Christian skate park camp place interesting it was super fun hung out with kids Hmm. do demos and um come back all the way back down and that was a good experience yeah but really other than that not so much unless it's you consider driving two hours away with a couple dudes (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) Sure. that counts you know you can create your own king of the road yeah you don't have to be back by kind of what we did yeah for sure that's that's perfect yeah yeah, the pre-reality TV show world of, of demos was certainly big for me, you know, because, like, yeah, you didn't have social media. You didn't have King of the Road. You didn't, you know, it was like you go to your local park and you watch guys just show up and skate. Yeah, it was huge, you know. Yeah, I do remember going to demos, like seeing yeah. Baker Deathwish <clears throat> tour sure. come over to yeah, yeah. Edmond Skate Park and just being like, 
blown away seeing yeah. Yeah. Reynolds two feet from me looking up yeah, and yeah. like Antoine Dixon and Lizard King and all these dudes and like these guys are gnarly yeah, yeah and yeah. just seeing him rip my park completely different yeah. than how I have skated or yeah, seen yeah. It, like you know hometown hero skate it totally Reynolds blasting like 360 kickflip melon grabs yeah. on this yeah. hip well, anything's yeah, mind-blowing in person when you're used to just watching videos, yeah. you know. It's it's one thing to see it on a little TV screen, but yeah, to, to witness it firsthand, is it's pretty epic. That was huge, hugely game-changing for me, for sure. So then the question is, when is the current Street Team Madrid Tour kicking off? And how do we, and what do we pitch that to Jerry? I gotta Jerry ask Madrid. you that. Yeah. I don't know. And we have a van back there. I'm not sure how far that thing would make it. <laughs> Let's bring it out. You might make it to NorCal, maybe. <laughs> Let's put it back together. Let's That's try it. it. Let's pitch it. Hey, <laughs> we have a meeting this afternoon, post-podcast. Jerry, we're hitting the road again. So, yeah, we're going to need to get that van tuned up. Maybe Let's hit the road. Make it all the way to Long Beach. Bring, back, might, the, yeah, bring back the OG, OGs. See, see if you can um nope Bo, we're gonna need to rally nope. some of the, old, the troops too yeah we'll do uh, a two do different two generation yeah i'll drive a vert <laughs> ramp on one side and a little skate park on the other also <laughs> well, for me and probably for Bo, not to speak for you but there was certainly a period in my life when it was only skateboarding 24 hours a day yeah. seven days a week 365 days a year as you get older and you Maybe it's that you have, you know, other different priorities. Maybe you develop other interests. You know, some of that intensity for skateboarding fizzles out a little bit. Or you just find yourself doing other things. Are you in a position now to where it's just skate, 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 skate? And if uh, not, what do you? What what's what's going on outside of skateboarding? Not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'll probably be obsessed with skateboarding the rest of my life. Sure, which is fine. But, um, you know, I, again, like I said, I, I work another job, I work in the food industry, and um, I have a future marriage to look forward to, yeah. to give my energy into that and, <clears throat> and things. But really, yeah, skateboarding is... That's is, still is number overcome. one. It's, 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 it's number one. And I, like, I had other interests in interests growing up like photography mm -hmm. and filming and you and mentioned making, a little bit of maybe music production stuff yeah, yeah a little bit of stuff like that like yeah. i had a little mini diy studio in guthrie where i would had a microphone and um, editing program nice. and i would like record for friends yeah because like, there were a lot of like like musicians like, yeah like really just like friends that could play guitar but they're all pretty talented yeah. rappers all that they yeah. come from there's a lot of those in my hometown so i would just have a little setup and try and help them out. And That's do, awesome. And just really learn as you go. Yeah. And make little mixtapes and give to them. Yep. But that only lasted, you know, a little bit. Yeah. But it was fun. Had the keyboard and everything and tried, really just found instrumentals online. I didn't yeah, really yeah. make music myself, but it was fun. Yeah. So you don't play music? No, not really. You're interested I interested in the, the technical little, aspect. A little bit of keyboard producing. back in the day and that yeah. was fun, but it kind of went away. You, really skateboarding stuck out of everything. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were a music fan. You go yeah. to a lot of shows. Yeah, still, still a music, music fan. Yep. Um, like to go to festivals here and there. Yeah. With, with my fiance and nice. She's a big music nerd too. Yeah. And um, yeah, we have that going. What but, are some of your favorite groups? Twenty twenty three. Oh man. Or or older. I mean, all my favorite bands. You know, broke well, up I years ago. I listen to so many different genres, but lately a little more post hardcore. Yeah. Type. Um, not so much screamo anymore. Yep. That was like kind of teenager stuff. But yeah. there's a lot of new bands that are cool and that introduce like pop and so many mixed genres nowadays. Yeah. It's like hard to listen to everything. But I love going back and listening to old, some little bit of old school like Silverstein and sure, okay, AFI and mm -hmm. maybe Green Day, Blink One Eight Two. Grew up oh, with that. Some yep. Forty One. Sure, 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 uh, sure. But all the post the post Green Day yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say my favorite band now is like Dance Gavin Dance and that you whole sweatshirt. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, and that Shout whole out. they kind of created their own own little genre. Cool. And like all those bands, and go to shows when I can. You skate every day? Uh, no. no. <laughs> say you skate <laughs> every day. You're a pro. Every single day, twenty four. Team manager, man. We're trying. <laughs> That's right. Got to set I, an example. Yeah. I skate about twice a week, um, and then. 
as like as far as like doing tricks and really doing stuff. I have a cruiser board that'll hit you know every other day. Yeah, which is cool. I guess I can just to roll around. Skating. Yeah, yeah, just totally. like go down the street. Yeah, but like really skating, all like one or two days a week, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, I just can't do it every single day. Yeah, like, like as hard as I go. <laughs> yeah, because I know myself. I go to I will skate for as long as I can and try yeah. tr- learn a new trick that day maybe and yeah. just try for hours and I'm just done for yeah. the next few days and then recovery yeah because um, yeah I got a few injuries that kind of creep up totally here and there yeah and it takes its toll can't do it like I used to yeah you know? every now and again I still have people ask me do you still skate and I go yeah of course but not to the capacity I did 20 years ago but yeah. it's like you said man I mean you know I think a lot of people maybe it's 50-50 Everybody in this room is kind of a lifer. You know, it's not as though Bo skates like he used to. It's not as though I skate like I probably did in my prime. But still skaters. Live the life, man. Yeah, Yeah, it's like I've never understood people that go, yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid. And they're like, what do you mean you still do it? It, It's crazy, man. You know, you're if you love it, you love it. And then if you live it, you live it, you know. Yeah, Yeah, I believe that. I don't and I don't think you necessarily need to do like crazy tricks to be a skater or anything. If you're on your board cruising around you're you're right. a skater and totally. that's yeah. just how it is and yeah uh, I, I respect that yeah yeah it's like loving it is enough you know you don't really have to especially as you get older you know you find yourself i don't have to prove anything to anybody that's, i just love skateboarding yeah. Yeah. you know like it's never not fun and we've talked about that on this on this podcast before but even here at work like grabbing a cruiser and just hitting the street at lunch break mm-hmm. it's never not fun skating is never not enjoyable <laughs> that should be enough you know I knew I was, you know, again, I knew I was never going to be a pro. And, you know, like you coming up, I was in the same way. I came up with kids who got way better than me, way faster. Mm. And so, you know, I saw that. I saw saw kind of getting left in the taillights. But I'm also still here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) And some of those guys aren't, you know. Some of those kids, you know, they they did it and they got better popular. They got into it. And then it was like the next thing came along and or, you know, they became adults and, you know turn it into something they did in their youth and you know not that there's necessarily anything anything wrong with that either but uh, yeah, you sk- know skating's fun it's yeah. a lifestyle it's that's like, it it's, you it's, don't do it to be pro or anything like yeah. that you just some people just get really good and figure it out how to maneuver yeah. in certain ways totally and other people just like to ride around and just feel the ground yeah and like sometimes i'll go to skate parks and not even do tricks i'll just yeah. ride around the mini bowls totally carve yeah. Maybe a couple of ollies up the step, step yeah, up, yeah. And not even mini do bowls tricks. and mini ramps. That's my that's my uh-huh. jam these days, all day long. Yeah, just carving, skating, yeah. skating to skate. You know, yeah. As long as you got urethane on the, on the ground, absolutely. Or? It's an individual thing. Yeah, it's for all sure. about you and your own board and your own journey with it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, 2023 marks a new pro model of yes, yours sir. coming out coming out relatively soon. We don't have full details, but we've got some fun stuff planned for the release of your new pro model for next month. Yeah, yeah. Second pro board. Um, a couple of years later, I'm stoked to have um, this one. My one of my friends designed it. He's actually like my neighbor, uh, Matt. Uh, he did a cool job with it. It's hard to describe it in person. It's kind of just like a geometrical, um, like colorful. Yeah. Type of shout board. out, Matt. Lot different. What's Matt's Matt last Colaco. name? Matt Colaco. Thank you, Shout bro. out for the graphic. Appreciate that. Yeah, cool it's, dude. It's very sick, and we're going to be doing a, a fun stuff for the release next month. But you gotta you gotta follow along. Yeah, and figure out what that is. We just you know kind of got approved for that. So <laughs> gotta we'll get the details plan ahead. before we announce. But yeah, but hopefully by the time this is out, um, totally things will be looking good for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. To put out a new board. Yeah. I wish I had a whole video part to put put out with it, but you know I just. Did one. You just so, did, yeah. <laughs> we could have synced up break. the timing a little bit better there. But, but it's uh, all good. I've yeah. just been skating inside. And, you know, the weather's yeah. been kind of weird right now, raining in bunch. Yeah, it's and been lousy. I've just been chilling. Yeah. Skate here and there at night. Awesome. Where's your favorite spot now? Favorite spot? I mean, really, just uh, OC ramps now, yeah. which isn't, you know, it's not a spot, but. The warehouse. I get to, to figure out what I want to skate. Yeah. You know, it's like up to me. I can put out a rail or yeah, a ledge yeah, yeah. or a ramp and. Do whatever that's I luxury, want. yeah. And that's pretty fun. Um, it's always nice to take a little break from the street skating. Shout out it OC takes, Ramps. It takes a toll. So yeah, but yeah, I love, I love going to that warehouse and skating and, you know, building, whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, 
What else is on deck for 2023? You got a wedding coming up in the fall? Yeah, um, just working, kind New of saving, saving up for, you know, this wedding yeah. that we have planned for. Super stoked for that. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. Uh, you know, we're kind of a nervous wreck about it, but <laughs> it's just the planning process are. it is. Yeah. But by the time yeah. it comes around, um, I'll tell we'll, you, we'll be I, happy with I went it. through that a little over a year ago. And everything they say is true. When the day comes, mm-hmm. it's going to fly by, and you'll wish you slowed down and remembered or enjoyed it yeah. more because it's just, yeah, cool. blink of an eye, and you just, it's a lot of buildup and a lot of stress. But yeah, just try to slow down day of and enjoy it, man. Yeah, Appreciate the it'll tips. fly by, dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebration <laughs> for you. You're not yeah, exactly. doing it for everybody. Totally. Else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Me and her, and that's, yep. And Don't that's cave to anybody but you two. And <laughs> you just, yeah, try to enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Because it, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely, man. We're kind of just enjoying our engagement. Totally. Also. That's the whole point. Take advantage of, too, of yeah. it while we can. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. You have any shout outs you want to throw out on the on the episode? It could be friends yeah, and fellows and companies that let's hook see. you up. Got a few sponsors. Um, shout out Madrid Skateboards, Flypaper Grip Tape, Autobahn Wheels, obviously them, uh, Attic Skate Shop out of Costa Mesa, good dudes over there, um, Thieve Trucks, uh, FKD Bearings. Um, what else? Uh, if you ever live in Costa Mesa or you're in the area, go to Vibe Restaurant. It's a 100% vegan place. That's it right. Amazing. Yeah, you're at Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work at Vibe. Yep. That's the I'm restaurant a... I work at. Super cool people over there. I love that place. Shout out Vibe. Um, well, we appreciate you taking the time to yeah. chat with us, man. Yeah. It's been it's been good to get you in here. I know that it's yeah, of nice, course. It's nice been... to get some fresh. Fresh new young blood. Fresh. In 30 <laughs> fresh. You, know? you are compared to the other guys we've had in so yeah, far. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. And we'll, yeah, man. We'll go I mean, even younger then. We'll find we'll find some new well, Chris ra- is new riders. Be, Chris is maybe going to be the youngest dude right now, yeah. right? He's a young yeah, guy. Yeah, we see like 20 or something. Yeah, we'll talk now. to him and we'll get him in here. We won't even know what he's talking about. We'll be so out of the loop. <laughs> what? TikTok, what the? <laughs> now we're really showing our age. Yeah, we'll have an interpreter for the younger crowd. <laughs> now we appreciate it, man. It's yeah. always super fun, and uh, of we're stoked to have you on the team at Madrid, and and obviously bringing in new writers, and stoked yeah. on your new board. And yeah, man, happy to be in awesome. this position. Can't appreciate you having me on and talking about heck yeah a little bit about myself. You know, absolutely. We appreciate yeah. it, man. Bo, good. closing thoughts. Um, good luck with the team. I got a couple of pointers you. for you after <laughs> yeah. we get off this thing. Off air. Uh, Heck yeah. Off air comments. Um, <laughs> well, thanks everybody else for listening. Uh, obviously check out Daniel on Instagram, which is, there's an underscore in there somewhere. Daniel un- underscore Jaeger. At Daniel underscore Jaeger. Obviously check out Madrid Boardcast at the Madrid Boardcast. Obviously check out Madrid Skateboards at at Madrid Skateboards. We'll obviously be announcing some release plans for Daniel's new pro model. We've always got fun stuff. We actually have some new stuff coming down the uh, down the pipeline with Bo Brown. Yipes. Retro reissue stuff happened in 2023 and it's going to be very awesome. So check that out. Listen to wherever you can find us and please subscribe. And if you enjoy skateboarding and the history and all this stuff tell a friend or two and uh, keep listening and we'll be back with more episodes in the future we thanks everybody for uh, for checking in thank you guys thank you guys thanks Bo thanks Daniel